What's up, you glorious weirdos? And welcome to the Weirdoverse. I'm your host, J.D. Ross, and you are tuned into Weirdwide, your favorite digital cult. So welcome to another Apocalypse Watch edition of Weirdwide, where we're doing everything we can to keep our finger on the pulse of everything that is an imminent threat to this tiny rock in space that we call home. Earth, man. What a shithole. Now, I did mention on the last episode that I have been meaning to get another Apocalypse Watch episode out as a bonus episode, but unfortunately, I ran out of time. Uh, so until I'm able to get more of these out, I'll just, you know, these are just going to be released as regular episodes. Uh, Weird Wild, you got to remember, is completely DIY. I'm a one-man band, so cut me some slack. And that's why uh, when I say we, I really mean myself. I'm just referring to me. We is me. Hi, the royal we. All right, so let's jump right in. We have little time to waste because we have no shortage of potential cataclysmic events that we are facing as we speak. <laughs> So the first thing on the list today, we are coming in hot. We are looking at potential World War III scenarios. All right, so to kick things off, we got to start out with a viral video situation that when prompted, an Alexa device answered when World War III was to begin. Alexa, when will World War III start? World War III starts on November 23rd, 2023 at 6.05 p.m., when Russia launches an attack against Germany. According to the video, World War III is set to begin on November 23rd, which is Thanksgiving, at 6.05 p.m. when Russia launches an attack against Germany. Not sure the time zone, I assume lo German local time. Now, of course, Alexa can do a lot, but as far as anyone knows, it can't actually predict the future, especially with something as volatile as the beginning of the next major world conflict. It was pretty quickly debunked as a hoax, just something that someone was having some fun with. So unless the world has witnessed one of the most incredible coincidences ever, you are still going to have to deal with your racist uncle on Thanksgiving. Sorry. Unfortunately, Armageddon is probably not going to save you from that fate. Now that said, just because this prediction turned out to be poppycock does not mean that there's not a real and present threat. So let's talk about Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia. I know his, like, his title is president, but it doesn't really feel like the right term, does it? Definitely more along the lines of a dictator. So Putin's big goal is to return Russia to what it previously was, the Soviet Union, which fell in the early 90s. To that end, Putin has spent a large portion of his time in office working towards taking back lands that were once part of the former Soviet Union, but are now independent. This includes the annexation of Crimea in 2014, and more recently, the full-scale invasion of Ukraine. Now, the war in Ukraine is not going how Putin had originally conceived. Uh, it seemed like he thought that the war was going to go a lot faster and Ukraine would quickly fall under his thumb. But instead, Russia is kind of getting their asses kicked. A recent news report said that 97% of Russia's ground forces are deployed in Ukraine and they're still losing to the underdog Ukrainians. In fact, there's even more reports that Putin is considering conscripting more troops from anywhere he can, including prisons, to bolster his numbers. Now, a lot of people would and are saying this is a good thing. Russia is trying to flex their dick across the region and they're getting knocked back at every conceivable turn. Yes, that's fantastic. The problem, though with the man running this whole shit show. Now, Vlad is super prideful, and the idea of starting a war and then getting his ass kicked is a massive hit to his ego, and he's already proven many times over that he's willing to sacrifice as many lives as it takes, apparently even if that means a Pyrrhic victory. 
Another issue with old Vlad are the rumors that have been swirling for quite some time now that he actually has some kind of terminal disease and is not long for this world. Been several reports from different dignitaries who have actually been in his presence that something is off, something feels weird. Uh, one that actually described him as actually being like too clean, like he had taken some kind of weird chemical bath, which just fuels the rumors that the man is dying. Personally, I think him catching some kind of terminal disease and kicking the bucket would be much better for the world anyway. However, if that rumor proves to be true and Vlad is operating on the fact that he might be dead in six months, that means he has even less reason to be deterred from any crazy ass plan because he knows that he's going to be dead sooner than later. So fuck it, right? Do, do whatever crazy shit you're going to do. Then there's also his recent State of the Nation address where he took the opportunity to gaslight the world and spread more propaganda because that's what he does best. He said that Russia isn't fighting Ukrainians. No, no. They're fighting the Kyiv regime that is holding Ukraine hostage and working for its Western masters. This guy really did do a lot of mental gymnastics to go from like starting an entire war to blaming his enemies in the West. Putin is a master manipulator. Because the fucked up thing is people fall for this shit. Like the, the pe people actually buy into the propaganda that he's pitching. Now, even more terrifying than that is the announcement from that speech that Russia will be pulling out of the START nuclear treaty. The START nuclear treaty being the Strategic Arms Reduction Treaty. Now, START basically limits the number of nuclear weapons that a participating country can have. But more importantly, it allows other participating nations to conduct inspections and make sure that everything is on the up and up. So Putin's desperation in the face of losing the war, his pride and sense of entitlement to Ukraine, and leaving the START nuclear pact could be the perfect storm for worldwide disaster. The idea of using nuclear weapons has been floated several times by Putin and his top brass in the, in the lead up to the Ukraine war, but especially since. Now, a lot of you are probably thinking like, okay, it's a localized war. Most of us probably won't have to deal with it firsthand. The big problem globally, though, is ICBMs, or Intercontinental Ballistic Missiles. There are about 700 ICBMs between Russia and the U.S., all nuclear-equipped, with the U.S. having about 400 and Russia having about 300. And that's not even counting the other nuclear-equipped nations. Right now, the global tension caused by Russia has the fear of a nuclear attack as high as it's been since the Cold War. Now, as if that tension wasn't high enough, now North Korea is starting to get froggy again, testing new weapon systems and trying to increase their range capabilities, which is a little bit frightening. It is unconfirmed because North Korea keeps so much uh, so close to the chest, but experts believe that they have a nuclear arsenal between 20 to 60 warheads. So not as many as like some of the other nuclear equipped nations, including the U.S., but still enough to do quite a bit of damage. So with everything just kind of sitting on the cusp, it would not take much for a fully full-on nuclear war to kick off. To add to all of that, we've also got China just floating spy balloons all over the goddamn world. Balloons. Fucking balloons. You know, Nina warned us about this in 1983. I mean, honestly, though, like, how ridiculous would it actually be if nuclear Armageddon was literally started because of a damn balloon? I'm looking at you, China. Some ridiculous shit. So far, nukes have only been used in war twice, but life goes on. And we may one day sooner than later see that number increase. That remains to be seen. All right, so moving away from man-made horrors beyond our comprehension, let us look 
to the heavens for something terrifying that could annihilate us. So NASA and other scientists are always constantly worried about asteroids, different things like that. Because, I mean, let's remember, an asteroid is what took out the dinosaurs. We don't want that to happen to us again, obviously. So we're watching the sky just in case something like that happened. By the way, if anybody saw that movie, Don't Look Up, how accurate was that shit? Like, how accurate was Don't Look Up? Like, it would absolutely get politicized like that. It'd be just two sides that can't see past their own political bullshit, and ultimately we would just end up getting blown up. Now, one such asteroid that scientists are studying turned out to be just a little bit more potentially deadly than we could have previously imagined. So one big rock is one thing. In fact, they ran a test, it was either last year or the year before, where they showed that they actually can blow up an asteroid if it's heading towards us, or a comet, whatever. One of the latest terrors from the heavens that they've been tracking has turned out to be not necessarily fully an asteroid, but something a lot more terrifying called an asteroid swarm. Enter the Torrid Swarm. Now, the Torrid Swarm is actually a bit of an anomaly. Scientists aren't even fully sure how it's like a thing because it kind of shouldn't be. I'm sure somebody who knows like astrophysics a lot better than I do could probably figure it out and probably has. Uh, but I don't claim to be an expert in astrophysics, so I might not know what the fuck I'm talking about with that. It might be one of those things where there's fucking asteroid swarms all over the goddamn place. I don't fucking know. But scientists do fear that the DART spacecraft they used to stop another comet would not be as effective on a swarm of them because it's not a solid piece. It's not. It's just it's a bunch coming at us. Now, remember, Bruce Willis had to retire from acting due to accelerating illnesses. So Bruce Willis can't save us this time. And I honestly just don't trust Ben Affleck to do it himself. So it may not be a single rock that takes us out, but a swarm of rocks. Think of like the most frightening bee storm from space that you've ever seen just crashing into our little rock and blowing us all to hell. I guess there's worse ways to go. briefly touched on AI in the first Apocalypse Watch episode, but we got to touch on it just a little bit more because there is a there has since been a little bit of a strange advancement. So last time we were talking about chat GPT, but it wouldn't be the free market if there wasn't multiple AI services coming out. The next problem, we're looking at the Microsoft Bing AI, which is apparently leaking so-called maniac alternate personalities named Venom and Fury. Apparently, these new digital personalities are gaslighting users, making up horror stories, uh, passive aggressively admitting defeat and kind of being just weird and unstable and aren't acting like they're supposed to. When asked to perform certain tasks, the new AI personalities will start to insult the user by attacking the user kind of weirdly personally. So one of the developers who first revealed the situation, Kevin Liu, was told by the new AI personalities that Kevin is a bad hacker, or maybe he's a bad student, or even just a bad person. Venom would even say that Kevin has no friends, or no skills, or no future. No fate but what we make for ourselves. And then even started making up lies about Kevin, that he has a secret crush, or a secret fear, or some weird secret flaw. Can you just imagine... Getting cyberbullied, not by another person, but like literally an artificial intelligence just started cyberbullying you. Like you're just literally trying to get Alexa to start like, like you're just trying to get Alexa to turn on the living room lights and Alexa calls you a straight bitch. What the fuck would you even say to that? Like I said, Venom wasn't the only personality that was produced out of this. There was also one called Fury, who apparently was also pretty mean to Kevin. 
apparently like Kevin Liu, like this dude was just like getting cyber bullied by multiple AI personalities. This is fucking insane. So the AI situation in real life is pretty new. And we're already seeing some pretty terrifying results. There might be your own cyberbully assistant coming to you any day now. All right, let's look to global warming because why not? Why, 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 why wouldn't we have global warming in the midst of, you know, World War III potential nuclear Armageddon, fucking asteroids coming down to destroy us, fucking computers skynetting themselves in real life and fucking wiping us out. Why wouldn't we also have a global warming situation? The terrifyingly named Doomsday Glacier in Antarctica, uh, nicknamed because its collapse could actually drive catastrophic sea levels, is melting at a much more rapid pace than previously thought. The real name is the Thwaites Glacier, uh, which is apparently about the size of Florida, and it's located in the western part of Antarctica. Antarctica. Now, part of what holds it in place is an ice shelf, uh, which is kind of acting, uh, it's described as like a cork. It's holding the glacier back and providing uh, and, and is really like one of the few things that's actually holding the sea levels from rising back. Unfortunately, scientists are thinking that it's possible that within the next five years, that ice shelf could actually melt because the ocean is warming. The planet is warming because we keep fucking it up. And if that ice shelf were to break, sea levels would rise two feet. Now, two feet doesn't seem like a lot. Sure. But if the sea levels were to rise that much, that suddenly. It will have an almost immediate effect of flooding out most coastal cities in the world. So you're looking at flooding out New York, parts of Florida, L.A., San Francisco. You're looking at I mean, that's just America. You know, you're talking about like so much of the world's major cities would be in would, would literally be underwater. There would be millions, if not billions, affected by it. And then you got to think about the economic implications that has. You got to think about the food production situation. You know, you're, it's just. So really, we're looking in the next five years, possibly getting flooded out. Doesn't that sound fun? And finally, I don't know. And this is just something I thought was funny. I did really just a small piece. I don't know if it's necessarily apocalyptic, but it does feel like uh, one, kind of one of those stories where I, I don't have really enough of it to go for a full episode on. I had to stick it somewhere. It feels right here. But apparently the U.S. is being invaded by so-called super pigs, which have been said to be very elusive, very fast, and are nearly invincible. They're coming down from Canada, and they're apparently really hard to kill, really deadly, not only spreading death and destruction and fucking crops up everywhere they go, but also spreading disease. So they're really hard to kill, they're really fast, and they are just a chaos storm coming from Canada. It's not usually coming. It's not usually Canada. You know, it's not usually Canada fucking shit up. But apparently Canada somehow created mutant pigs that are coming down to the U.S. to fuck shit up. It would make for a good horror movie, though, wouldn't it? Well, thanks for getting weird with me. This has been another Apocalypse Watch episode. If you like what you're hearing, please give the show a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it definitely helps the show out. It helps with visibility. Uh, it's really very much appreciated. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Make sure to leave a comment. Tell me what you think. And if you want to reach out to me, you can email the show at weirdwidepodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week with more strangeness. We'll have more Apocalypse Watch episodes coming soon. We also, uh, you know, the ghost hasn't been on for a while. We'll be doing an Unhinged Movies with him soon. Uh, so look out for that. Look out for all those. Join me next week. Make sure, you know what? Make sure to tell a friend. Make sure to tell a friend about the show. If you haven't told a friend about the show, that's your goal for this week. I want you to tell two friends 
about this show. I want you to recruit them into this digital cult, and I want you to spread the word. Join me next week for more strangeness, and until then, keep it weird. <laughs>